Welcome back to another episode of the Time Sync Podcast. I'm the co-host, Amaldeep. And I'm the other co-host, Hamza. And this is episode 9. Just getting that out there. I, did I say episode 9? I'm pretty sure you didn't say it. Uh, they, they, they'll know. They can rewind and check. Let's do this. Alright, Hamza. Does anybody in your family... Uh, I was going to say, does anybody in your family sleep? And they do. I hope so. But does anyone in your family, like, talk in their sleep? Does anyone in my family talk while they sleep? I mean, I'm not really, like, hovering over them to make sure. Are you talking? Like, are you talking? No. But I think my dad does, 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 uh, like, mutter a little bit. Uh, he mutters a bit. Okay. See, like, yeah, I, I'm kind of in this, kind of similar where I always say I don't share a room with any of my family members. We all have our own separate rooms. So, I don't, I can't say for sure. If maybe maybe one family member does talk, but I just never heard him. But I know there are some members of my family that I know they talk in their sleep. And it's always, like, muttering. It's never, like, normal talking. But, like, I'll, sometimes, I'll, normally it's not a problem for me because I usually, I usually, I'm, a, I'm the first, I'm the first to go to bed in my family. So I'll go to bed early. So if they do talk in their sleep, I'm already asleep by the time they fall asleep. But sometimes I'll wake up in the middle of the night and I hear somebody just going, ah, ah. like, from the other room, it's like, What's going on? That that didn't even sound like words. That just sounded like, like humming. It's yeah. It's more like a humming kind of. When you get closer, you, you I get up and I go check it out. When I get closer, I can tell like oh no, they're they're like say, they're words coming out of their mouth. But there's like it's just such, they're moaning the words as they come out, and so, it's hard to make out what they're saying. But it's like oh, they're just asleep. They're just talking to sleep. I'm gonna go back to bed. Are they are they talking in like, uh, English or is it like is it in Punjabi? Is it like it's uh, Punjabi in this case because it's my one of my parents does it, and they they dream in Punjabi. I asked them they dream in Punjabi. Okay, interesting, interesting. Yeah, so my dad <clears throat> mutters once in a while, but I don't don't even I can't even think of a language. I I wanted to Urdu, but I think it's English. <laughs> I'm not I'm not sure, but I I definitely hear him like once in a while. But just random words once in a little bit. It's not really it's super rare that ever happens. Okay, has has he ever screamed or like been very loud in his sleep? No, not at all, not at all. Okay. Not at all. No one no one has been like that in Mi Familia. So, I, I bring this up because I recently learned that I apparently am also a sleep talker. Oh, okay. Like, okay. someone in my family, I don't know how it took them so long to tell me, but somebody told me, like, hey, you know you're talking in your sleep. And I'm like, what? Like, what? And so it turns out, not only, like, I talk the same way, like, my other family member talks, where, like, it's just mostly moaning, mumbly kind of talk which is very similar to how i talk normally but still you know more so savage even more slurred somehow but the reason they brought it up was because some every once in a while i'll like they call it screaming it's not really screaming screaming but it's very clearly not me talking it's me just going like uh like in my sleep what the heck yeah apparently i do that in my sleep sometimes okay well, the first thing i would have done when i heard that someone would tell me someone tells me that oh you're talking to sleep is i would just record myself sleeping so I'm, I'm 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 hoping you do the same. I never occurred to me. hundred percent tonight. I'm gonna to record myself when I go to bed. Thank you, thank you. Record yourself. I really I'm I want to know. I want, I would want to know how my how I'm I'm standing like when, when I'm sleeping. It's like am I really screaming? Why the heck am I screaming? <laughs> no, apparently the screams are rare. The screams are rare, but I do talk apparently re- pretty regularly. And I actually do recall some. Like, I know some moments where I was screaming in my sleep. My parents woke me up because I was screaming. 
And do you think, do you remember why you were screaming? Like, was it like a nightmare? Was yeah, it... I do. It, it, it's always a nightmare. Oh, always okay. like a, I have a nightmare. Wow. I, I semi-regularly have nightmares. Just like a thing I have. Yeah, I, I've gotten used to it. Okay. That's like a, and that's like a very casual way you're saying it. <laughs> what, do you, what, do you, what do you mean? I was like, what do, you, what do you want to say? Like, yeah, I, like, I, I feel like, I don't talk to, I, I'm not one to talk about my dreams. And okay. I don't ask other people, like, you know, what were their dreams like? It's not something that's very interesting to me. But so I don't I can't I can't get a grasp on how often people get nightmares. But it seems like I have an above average rate. <laughs> well, the thing is, you remember that you have nightmares, which is that's true. Is Most people don't remember their dreams at all. Exactly, exactly. You know what? We should talk about dreams. I just realized because uh, I I remember like, I don't know why dreams are so like controversial. Like some people are like, oh, dude, screw dreams. They, they mean nothing. Some people are like, no, 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 dude, dreams can tell your whole future. It's like I I'm totally in the in the former camp. Dreams are worthless nonsense. Unless your dream somehow has a coherent story, it's not interesting to me. I've had dreams that literally have come true. So I mean, I'm totally in the in the in the. There's something to dreams, for sure, for sure. Could just be that you know I'm crazy, but I'm I'm pretty sure there's there's things that happen there. But you know, okay, you know, let's first talk about your nightmares, okay? Because I have nightmares too. Like I mean, everyone has nightmares, but every nightmare that I've had, obviously in the dream, you're kind of like you're potentially scared and whatnot. But sometimes, like, you know, even in the dream, you realize that you're in a dream and you're, like, you start, like, not getting that scared. And when I wake up, it's like, oh, it's completely gone. Like, it's, as soon as, you, as the second I open my eyes, it's like, I'm no longer scared. Everything's over. Yeah, the fear has left you because you're no longer in the dream state. Exactly. So, I'm saying, is that similar to your kind of nightmares or is it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. That's why, like, they don't bother me as much. It's like, in the dream, I'm I'm pissing my pants. But the second I wake up, it's all gone. I'm like, oh, I'm in, I'm in my bed. I'm good. With some, with one exception. <laughs> Which was the only reason it happened. It was like it lasted a bit longer than normal. Was because in my nightmare, I, I you know I got attacked by some figureless monster, blah blah blah, boring stuff. And I woke up in bed, you know. And like I woke up and I was like, oh, that was weird. And then I felt I still felt kind of scared. Okay. Right. And then, then my closet door opened by itself. What the heck? And then that figureless monster attacked me again. And then I woke up for the second time in my bed for real this time. Oh, I see. And so then, so that time I was I was kind of really freaked out a bit. I was like, "Hold on, is this another dream? Is this a dream? Or am I actually awake now? Am I actually awake? Wake?" And then once I like I convinced myself that I'm awake, I I calmed back down again. But for a moment, that I was more nervous than usual because I wasn't sure if I was still in the dream or not. Okay, that's pretty. That's pretty scary, dude. That's pretty scary. I mean, I I, I think that's super rare that ever happens to me. The only time that ever happened to me was. Uh, it was never, first of all, it never happened to me with nightmares, but it happened to me, like, you know, this is pretty common, you wake up, and then you get ready for school, and then, you know, you're on clock, and you get ready for school, you eat, you know, eat breakfast or whatever, you're, you're driving to school, and then you wake up, and you're like, wait, I have to get ready for school, like, that happened to Are me, you serious? Like, yeah, it happened to me multiple times, yeah, I never heard, I never had that before, ever, oh, wow, but, like, you get up, you go through your entire morning routine, and then wake up again, yeah, yeah, and you're like, oh, dang, I have to go to school now, because I mean, you thought you were already, you thought you were already halfway there. Yeah, yeah, that happened to me a few times. No, never. The only time I've ever had like the dream within a dream has always been nightmares. So like nothing as casual as getting ready for school. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean that that one's that one's straight up scary though because you know you think it's over but actually you're not there. You know, and how do you know when you when you when that happens and you wake up again but you're like oh you're actually still in another dream. You know, this is inception. I, I act. It, this happened to me. I, similar thing happened to me when I was younger, right? This like the story I told you was like this was a relatively recent one. So it was like. Maybe a week or two ago, it happened. Oh, what the heck? You mean the one oh, yeah, with this, the closet? Yeah, the closet thing. That was that was 
It's that closet right there. That's the closet. Anyways. Okay. Yeah. So the closet behind you. Yeah. But I'm, what I'm saying is like, I didn't realize it was that recent. That's crazy. Yeah. No. This is recent. The first time it happened, I was like really young. So it was back elementary school, I believe. Maybe like third, fourth grade was the first time it happened. Okay. And that's when like I started looking into like, can you tell if you're dreaming? Like, how do you tell if you're dreaming? Because that really messed me up as a kid. Yeah. Because yeah, no. it, it was very, very, very similar thing. I had a nightmare. Woke up. Went to the bathroom, and then monster attacked me in the bathroom, and then I woke up again. So, what, so did, like, what did you learn? Like, is there a way to tell that you're in a dream? Oh yeah, there are a bunch of ways to learn. There's a bunch of ways to like know if you're dreaming. Most of them come from like lucid dreaming. That's how I found out about. Was like, if you search up how to know if you're dreaming, you'll get a bunch of links for how to become lucid so that you can lucid dream. Right. right. So it works a similar way. The one, the one that I always use, the one that I use very frequently every once in a while, is the uh, just check the time. Just look at the time, memorize the time, look away, and then look back. If the time has changed drastically, you're in a dream. And if it's the same, then it's odds are less that you're in a dream. Okay, okay. And do you do you try that with the with the one that just happened recently? With the one that happened recently, yeah. So then, you sh- I did. so you shouldn't have been that scared when you when the when the when the monster attacked you when you woke up, right? From the closet. What, what do you mean? Like you said, you said you woke up and the closet door opened. And by itself, and then you realize you were still in a dream. But then shouldn't you just have like if you looked at the time, then you've been like, oh wait a minute, I'm still in a dream, right? Oh no no, that didn't occur to me then. It occurred to me this like when I really really woke up to do that. Oh okay okay. Yeah, it was like the second the quote unquote second time I woke up, really the first time. I I realized oh that was a dream within a dream, and then like is this a dream? And then I looked at the clock, look away, look back, like no, I'm not dreaming anymore. I'm good. I don't think I'm ever. Had to when I actually woke up check if I'm still dreaming, ever. It just it just too obvious to me that I'm not dreaming anymore. <clears throat> like I'm awake, I'm awake, I'm awake. I've done it. Some, I I do I do it semi frequently. Like the reason one of the honestly one of the reasons I got a watch was that I, I could do it more easily. Check the time and check the time again. Oh, interesting. I I don't know if you ever noticed, but every time I check the time on my watch, I check it twice every time. And it's I've gotten lucid in dreams because of that. It's happened multiple times. Oh, I I never noticed that actually. But um, uh, it's it's pretty interesting because like if you're in a dream and you check your if you're if you're in a dream and you check your time, then that makes sense because you're in a dream and you want to find out if you're still in a dream. But if you're outside the dream, to me, it's like super obvious that you're you're not in a dream anymore. So there's no reason to check anything. You just you just know. Well, that thing is that's how you feel inside a dream too. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I've had well, yeah, true, but not to the extent that when you actually wake up, when you actually wake up, you know that this is not a dream. Like for me, I'm like, well, it's too, it's it's more obvious that you're not in a dream when you're actually awake now. I just feel like you you question whether or not you're awake or in a dream when you're awake more often than you do when you're asleep. Cause I used to feel the same way until I started having like multiple instances in a dream where I'd look at the clock, look away. Like I'm not even, because now it's a habit of mine. It's not like a conscious thing I do anymore. It's a subconscious thing, like not purely subconscious, but like I look at the clock, look away, look back. Like, by, out of habit. And in, in dreams, I'll look at it, look back, and look back, and I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. And then I'll realize, oh, wait, no, this is actually the dream. Like, up until that point, I legit, I believed everything in front of me as reality. Until I looked at the clock twice, and then realized, no, this is all fake. Yeah, again, in the dream, that's, that's true. But when you wake up, like, when you actually wake up, then it should be super obvious that you're not in a dream anymore, is what I'm saying. When you're actually awake. Not when you're awake in the dream, but when you're awake, awake. Then you don't. Then what I'm saying is you don't need. You don't have. You have a f- different feeling. Like you're like, oh no, I'm definitely awake now. 
See, I would believe that if I didn't ha- if I didn't have the, the dream where I'd wake up and still be in bed and think I'm awake and then have the door closet door open. Okay. Okay. Fine. Fine. Maybe your dreams are just way more uh, vivid than my dreams are, because that never has never has never been an issue to me. Maybe. Okay. Wait, wait, what about? Okay. Fine. That was that was just that was just scary stuff in dreams. But what about actual dreams themselves? Because you never had a dream where you like then later on it happened to be true or something like that. Never. Not that I can recall. I think it's just because I remember more of my dreams that more of them turn out to be nonsense. That I'm more prone to believe that they're all nonsense. Yeah, more of them do. But you said more. Why didn't you say all of them then? Like, there's, so that means you're saying some of them are not nonsense then. So, some of them, yes, by, by probability, happen to play out similarly in reality as it did in my dreams the night before, yes. So it has happened. So there you but go, come man. on, that's a small percentage here, dude. That, that doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. That's, this this is this is one of those cases where I don't care about percentage. I just care that it ever happens at all. Because it is weird that it ever happens, right? I think it's a little weird. But I don't think it's weird at all. I think if you flip a coin enough times, you're gonna get ahead. But this isn't like this isn't like that situation, right? These are dreams. It's like it's like, it's like saying it's like you can, if you flip a coin, you know the future. It's like that, how does that make any sense, right? Like this is this is. But and what I'm saying is, to me, it happens. It happened pretty frequently. Like I remember in high school, it happened like really often. I was, I'll be like, wait a minute, I've seen this situation before, and it, this is like, this is like, it's, it's like you know, deja vu. Deja vu. Yeah, kind of like a deja vu moment. Um, so that's pretty interesting. But like again, I usually don't remember most of my dreams. Like I'm not sure if I told you, but I have a little dream journal that I used to like write down my dreams because I'm like, I need as soon as I woke up, I'd be like, okay, write down whatever you remember. I would write down like what the dream was. I would draw a picture of the dream. I would write down my mood in the dream my mood when I woke up and the time I went to sleep and the time I woke up just to see like, you know, just to kind of like keep track of what's going on. I did that for like, you know, maybe like four days <laughs> because I'm super lazy. But That's about the average I imagine with dream journals. Yeah, I did, I did it for a little bit just to see and it was really interesting to see, well, at least for that little time to see like how vivid some of these dreams are. And have you ever had like, like I've had some dreams where um, I dream about it but then I realized I had the same dream like 15 years ago. I mean, maybe 15 is too much but like, like 12 years ago, I realized, oh, I remember having that same dream. I remember having like mo- repeat dreams, but not in the scale you're talking about. I usually within like a week or two. Yeah, exactly. This 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 is what I'm talking about. This scale thing, I was like, I was, I was super shocked when I realized, I was like, wait a minute. I had literally had this dream like when I was in like, and I don't remember, I don't really, it's very hard for me to remember like 6th grade, 5th grade, 4th grade, like very in like details in between. I don't remember too much of those. But when these things happen, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I specifically remember having this dream at this like 6th grade. I was like, oh, okay. How do I remember? Like, that's, that's, it's crazy. Like, why did this dream come again? Pretty interesting. I can, I can understand that feeling. Like, sometimes, you know, you'll be walking on the street and suddenly you'll just recall a memory from like, the third grade that you haven't thought about in decades. It's sure. like, I remember it all so vividly then. Like, I, like, you didn't know that memory. You still had that memory. And it's somehow you tapped into it. True, but that's crazy. Like, that's like a memory memory, right? This is it's a real. dream. Yeah, this is a dream, which is, it's, it could, it, like, at least the dream that I had was totally like, not realistic at all but it was a dream that i had back in sixth grade or maybe fifth grade and then now or like when i had it i don't know it was a few years ago when i had the same dream i not only in the dream that it happened i was like huh why is everything so familiar but then after the dream happened, like i woke up and i was like i had the same dream back back when and it was super, it was super shocking to me so and this is this is it's kind of you know, it's kind of strange yeah i can't really relate to that kind of thing but i i, I would assume like from my point of view i, I feel like it'd be the same as like when you tap into that memory, it says that your brain tapped into that memory of a dream while you were dreaming, so then it recreated the dream. It's interesting that my brain even stored 
that dream as a memory because the dream wasn't anything special. Have you ever had, have you ever confused a memory of a dream for a memory in reality? Uh, I don't think so. You haven't? Okay. I've had that happen a couple times. It's like super rare, like maybe once or twice in my life. But sometimes I'll be like, oh yeah, remember that thing? And then people will be like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, we went to this place. And like, no, we never went, we've never been there before in our entire lives. What the heck, Molly? And I'll be like, oh shoot, that was a dream. You're right. All right, that's hella weird, dude. That's hella weird. That's like that's like dementia or something, like levels. <laughs> Strange. Mega early onset dementia at the age of like 20. <laughs> no, no, no joke, dude. It's no joke. But yeah, no, exactly. Because it's like, that's like you're, you're believing the reality that's not real. And you don't know that. I guess you're right. Yeah, I guess that's how you would define something like that. It's like you can't tell reality from fiction. But I feel like dreams get a pass because you, nobody controls their dreams. Their dreams. Dreams are so messy anyways. But they happen within your brain, so it's like it never happened. I never was in awake and confused something for fiction or, or fact. It's only a dream, a very realistic dream that I confused for a memory. Okay, so it's not. You're saying it's not too bad. Fine, but anyway, I hope so. Yeah, I hope no, so I'm too. Concerned. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, you know, just keep track of yourself. Um, but the thing is, you're right about the dream thing. But um, you know what I'm interested in? Besides the dreams even happening. Uh, do you have dreams like frequently, like every night you go to sleep, or do you remember you having are you, you're having dreams? I probably average like every other day one dream. Sometimes and, I, th- I usually when I have when I remember my dreams, I remember multiple of them, like usually two, maybe three. Okay. So it averages out. It averages out to like one per day, but it's really because I have multiple dreams on night that I remember, and then some nights I have nothing. Sometimes you have no dreams or you don't remember having a dream? I don't remember having the dreams because I know that people have multiple dreams every night. Yeah, okay, good, good. Exactly, that's pretty much the same with me then, I guess. But I don't remember my dream. The thing is, it's so weird because, like, I, I, I dream and then I wake up and I'm like, that split second I'm awake, I remember the dream, but then within, like, 20 seconds it's fading away. It's literally fading. And I'm like, oh, wait, wait. Unless it's, like, a very vivid dream, then I kind of remember, but most of the cases it's, like, it's fade, it fades away. Yeah, when, I, when I'm saying I remember the dream, I mean it in that sense. Yeah, like, yeah. I'll wake up, and I'll be like, oh, this happened, and this also happened. This is like a separate dream. And then within a couple minutes, I've forgotten all of it, basically. But I remember I remember rem- remembering the dream. I don't remember the dream itself. Yeah, no, of course, of course. That that's I think that's, that's pretty common. Yeah, dreams are so... It's one of those weirdest things. Like, we don't know much about them. Like, even science doesn't know too much about dreams. Like, why do they happen? I mean, there's theories out there. Like, why do they happen? What do they mean? Do they mean anything? Are there any usefulness? Like, what's the point of dreams, right? No, there's none. It's, well, we don't know that. I, I mean, you could say there's none, but maybe there is a point, right? Maybe there is. You never know. When you, when you mean a point, do you mean like some kind of voodoo magic seen to the future point? Or do you mean like phys- psychologically, physically, there's a point to dreams? I mean, both ways. But I mean, I guess I mean really the second way because like, you know, you never know. Maybe dreams are a very healthy way to to gauge whether you're, you know, sleeping properly or something. I don't know. No idea. That I can believe. That I can, I totally believe that like, we, I feel like we dream for a reason. That reason is not like some magical otherworldly reason. It's just like your, your brain needs to do this for some reason. We just don't know why. The thing is, I, I honestly don't know. I can't tell you if it's if it's the otherly otherworldly reason at all because we just, we literally don't know. It sounds like a bunch of uh, magic stuff, but if when you're dreaming, you know, you're not even in your state of mind. So, it's, you know, you know how, um, you know, you can just claim that you're literally not in your, yeah, I mean, I've heard this before. You can claim that you're not in your body, right? You're, it's like an other word, other world experience. 
out like, of body experience? Uh, thank you out of body experience people have seen like what like, is up with you like phrases and like just like common common phrases and words that you just you screw up every time bro it doesn't matter okay but the thing is like you know people have seen themselves sleeping and you know people have felt themselves like transporting traveling maybe it's in a parallel universe etc so, i mean who really knows but the point is like there could be something like that it's not that there there isn't there could be just because but the thing is we don't know yet we don't know enough about dreams to understand them maybe we will later on maybe we just maybe this is one of those things that it's impossible to figure out maybe because we're talking about how you forget your dreams sometimes i actually kind of worry that like i could be having a recurring dream over and over and over and i just don't remember it that's like that something about that freaks me out is that i could experience something over and over and just forget that it ever happened yeah but that's like a dream so it's not if it's if i'm in reality then that would be that would be what, what concerns me is that my brain can even do that my brain has the option to do that oh okay okay well it could just be that the dream is so unimportant that you don't remember it either um but yeah I guess, I guess i see what you're saying for sure yeah, dreams are one of those things that are, like, super interesting. People, the thing is, uh, to be honest, we live in a society. <laughs> but, but no, we live in a society that looks like, you know, when you talk about dreams, people kind of look at you like, you know, oh, dreams, you know, everyone has them, but no one pays any attention to them, like, that much, except for some people. And those people we call hippies or something. But I honestly think, like, if if we should, like, delve a little bit more and understand dreams a little bit. You know, there wasn't there, like, a Black Mirror episode about dreams or something? I mean, probably. A lot of Black Mirror episodes about all things. Or okay, maybe it was it was something like there was a man that was uh that that was like invited to go to this to play this game like a very scary game right, and it was like, supposed to be very vivid imagination. Oh yes, I I remember this. It was a horror game. Yeah, it was just it was all at night. It was like he kept waking up from the game, and in still still inside the game. Yeah, still inside the game. Yeah, and at the end it was super ambiguous as to whether he died, or it was all a dream. And yeah. he's just, you know, it, it was, we still, we don't know the answer. And that's, that's how they like to end these movies. Cause every, everyone knows we already went over this ambiguity, ambiguousness. Everyone it's, knows ambiguous endings are just superior than concrete ones. Yeah, of course. Of course. <sighs> it totally isn't like a lazy writing trick or something. Yeah. It's like, oh no, this is so artistic. The the viewer doesn't know what the, uh, bro. But anyway, yeah, that's not the point. The point is the dream aspect of that. Uh, in that one, it was like crazy, but in reality, it's like, maybe there's something to dreams that we just don't know. And I'm wondering if you can harness kind of like the power of dreams. Because think about it, like you're sleeping, right? You're kinda think what? You're sleeping, you're chilling, you're you're not really doing anything. But if you if you're able to like do things in your sleep, then you just gain a bunch of time as well. Okay, okay. This sound, okay, you once you explain yourself it sounded less ridiculous. I totally okay. um I I've always imagined like what if we could because like time is really weird in dreams, right? Yeah, yeah. Because according to science, when you measure the brain waves, dreams only last a couple seconds. But they can feel, a dream can feel like it went on for quite a while more. You can feel like you've been in a dream for minutes. Okay, but dude, not every dream lasts a couple isn't, seconds. Isn't it like it's only a couple seconds that most of your brain activity goes off for a couple seconds? I, I have done, I have done no research at this, so I have no idea. I could have sworn that it was like your brain fires for like a couple seconds and then it just calms down again. And that's a dream. Like in those couple seconds, you have the entire dream in those couple seconds. Okay. And like, what, how can we not harness that in some way, you know? Like, if we could change our perception of time to make it feel less, could, wouldn't that be useful? Yeah, it sounds like, like a useful. To be able to perform like an hour's work in like two minutes, if your brain perceives that as one hour. Yeah, yeah. And look, and another thing you should realize is, you know, humans need to sleep. Like, we need to eat. We need to drink water. We need Almost to... all living things do for some reason. Yeah. 
it's one specifically. Of, it's such an interesting thing, right? But you know, as, as always, these things are like it's so often, and everyone does it, so it just goes over our heads. We don't even think about it. But if you think, if you just, if you just sit down and think a little bit, it's like, why do we sleep? Like, what, what the yeah, heck? What was the benefit of being unconscious for a third of your life, open to all sorts of attacks in the world? You know, like how did that come out as like necessary enough to do? Oh, you're talking like evolutionary. Evolutionary, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, of course. Yeah, exactly. This doesn't... Okay, if some people could claim... The thing is, here's the thing, right? We know that we have to do this. So now we have to think of why do we do this? And the answer is usually like, you know, you know, we have to get enough rest and blah, blah, blah. But the thing is, why do we need to do... Like, why can't we do it like in like 20 minutes at a time? Or why does it have to be so long and et cetera? It's, it's such an interesting thing. And so while we sleep, we also dream. You don't you don't dream when you're awake. I mean, daydreams, right? But those aren't really yeah, dreams. But that's different. That's different. Yeah, they're not. they're not the same. So there's something special about sleep where in only sleep you, you're accessing this part, I don't know, this dream thing that you can't even control sometimes. That's why I feel like it's super interesting, you know? It is interesting that like, you, now you mentioned it, it's like th- those people who like woke for the world record for like longest time without sleep. Yeah. They yeah. always report like they start hallucinating. Yeah, exactly. What if that's just dreaming but awake? Could be, could be, but I don't know, dude. I, it's like, like is the dream just a, a hallucination where you're, you're completely absorbed into? Is a is it a is it a, a hallucination? And I think a hallucination is you're awake, but you're seeing things that you shouldn't be seeing, that aren't actually there. But then when you're asleep, it's like there is nothing that you shouldn't be seeing. It's just a dream. I guess so. But I was I was just, you got me thinking about that. I was like, yeah, like what, what, if I had a dream while awake, I would call that an a hallucination. So what if like those people who are sleep deprived, they're hallucinating, but the, they're hallucinating because their brains are trying to dream while they're awake or something like that, you know? Yeah, potentially. I, I'm, not, potentially. I'm not a medical professional. I'm just saying things, but yeah, not, sounds cool. None of us are any way linked. We have never done any research on dreams. But it's just things that, you know, you, you can think about as like a normal human. Like, you know, we dream. Why do we do this? We sleep. Why do we need to sleep? You know, it's weird. Like, we're, we're eating food already. I'm getting my nutrients. Do I need to sleep? But I guess you do. So anyways, um, that's a pretty interesting topic that we don't know the answer to. But just something, it's just something to think about, you know? Once in a while, I just sit down and be like, huh... Wow, we, we humans are kind of weird. Like, do animals dream? How how will how will we ever find out if an animal dreamed or not, dreamt or not? I mean, we assu- I assume like when my dog runs in his sleep that he's dreaming, but you know, there's no way to know that for sure, right? Yeah, there's no way to know for sure, but I guess maybe that is a tell uh, like a like a sign that he's dreaming. But like, I also toss and turn a lot in my sleep, but I may not be dreaming when I do that, you know? Oh yeah, no, that's true. That's maybe true. a dog running is just his equivalent of tossing and turning. Yeah, that could also be true. Yeah, it's weird. This is a weird world we live in. I guess kind of like on a a bit of a off branch of this conversation. Do you have you ever experienced sleep paralysis or any experience with sleep paralysis at all in your family? Hmm. No. no, not me personally, and I don't think anyone in my family either. So you've never experienced sleep paralysis before? I don't think so. Not to my not to my remembering. That's crazy. What is crazy that I've I haven't experienced this, or is it crazy? I guess that... it's crazy because like. It just makes me feel worse because my family, because no one else in my family has had sleep paralysis either. At least not that I can recall. I'll probably ask them tonight just to make sure, but I'm pretty sure. I feel like I probably asked them before and I don't remember them saying they had. Okay. Whereas there was a point in my life between the ages of like 14 to 16 where like once a month at least I'd have sleep paralysis. Once a month? Yeah, it was was like insanely regular. Where I would wake up and just not be able to move. To the point where 
you know how people say, oh, it felt like there was like there's a demon on, in the corner uh, out of the, you know. Yeah, on their bed. Out of the corner of my eyes, there's a demon there. Or after after a while, that, that just stopped happening. I'd wake up, I'm like, oh, this again, and then I'd go out to sleep. Like it was just like, it was that casual. It was that frequent. Is it? I'm only, part of me for being very, uh, you know, unknowledgeable about this. But is it? Is it? How do you know it's sleep paralysis, or are you just being lazy? Like you woke up, and you're just like, you're just, I don't want to get up. And you either say your body can't move because you're just too lazy. Or are you saying no, that? No, 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 not even close. Because I, I, I know what it's like to be lazy. This is not lazy. Okay, okay. You you really just cannot move. Like, you'll try. You'll be like, oh. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I wake up. I'm sleep, I'm sleep paralyzed. And I'm like, oh, I wish I could, like, turn over, get more comfortable. You can't do it. Like, you'll try. You're, like, you're trying really hard, but your body just is not moving. And there, this one, there's no reason for this. Like, you don't even see a demon or anything. Yeah, no, no. Like, Every once in a while, I'd be like, because I think I think the reason people see demons and stuff is because you you freak out when you can't move your body. Yeah. Something about that, like a primal, like built-in fear that you're trying to move but you can't. So your brain just starts filling in these gaps. That oh, there must be something out of your vision holding you down or something. Okay, I don't know about that last part, but people do freak out when they can't move their body. Dude, I've never had this experience at all, so I'm 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 pretty shocked about this. That's crazy. That's crazy. See, this hasn't happened anymore, or does it, does it still happen? It happens every once in a while, but now it's like every six months at most. Like it's 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 reached the point where like I consider it a rare occurrence when it does happen. So that's good. That's good. And you wouldn't call these good things, right? I, no, no, not at all. Like what do you mean by good things? Like what do you define a good thing as? Well, you know, you know. I mean, this is an experience that not. I mean, I'm not sure, but maybe a lot of people don't don't um, experience, right? So maybe some this is something like special to you. So you can you know maybe you can like again, it's like you know you turn the negative to positives and see like is there something benefit from this? I don't know. The only benefit is that it makes a cool story every once in a while. That's about it. That that is a pretty good benefit actually. <laughs> but but I mean like you know physically is it? I don't know I don't know. I wonder why that even happens in the first place. Like why does your body not not want to move? Well like I, so so apparently the reason that I when because you know once again it happened to me when I was when young Google searched it and. The, so far, the things I read were all like, basically your body releases a chemical into you that stops you from moving so you don't move too much in your sleep. So when you're dreaming, you aren't actually hurting yourself by accident in your sleep. So your body paralyzes you in your sleep. And sometimes you can wake up before the chemical is worn off. Interesting. And so I wonder why you would wake up then. Like I'm sure your body has like some kind of way to tell you, oh, you're, you, should, you should be sleeping right now. But you're able to like go against your body and say, no, 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 I'm waking up now. But then the body's like, no, 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 your chemical's not over yet. I don't know. How, how do alarms work then? Because it's like, you know, I can go to sleep for like an hour, like, you know, like they say power naps or two hours at a time, like legit naps or like legit sleep but only for two hours because yeah, I, I stayed up all night doing something. And it's like, in these cases, it's like, you just put an alarm on you to wake up and you don't, you're like, sure you feel tired, but you're, you're not, I don't feel paralyzed is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I actually don't know either because that's, that's what I thought too. Is like, why is it that sometimes you can be woken up and you can move? In fact, I think most of the time you can be wake, woken up and move. But then once in a while, you're like, you'll sneak attack your body somehow and wake up without it knowing. Yeah, very. it's very interesting. Yeah, every single time we talk, I just keep thinking how weird uh, like the human humans are and how weird, like why did some of these things happen. How they happen is also interesting, but I also want to know why they happen, you know? Because that's kind of like the more, hmm, what evolutionary gain is there to have sleep paralysis? Maybe there is, maybe there isn't. I don't know. I have no idea. I feel like sleep paralysis is, is probably not intentional. I feel like sleep paralysis is probably like a side effect of something else. Like the paralysis, your body self-paralyzing was the benefit. 
so you don't I don't know if you're sleep if you're like in the, in the wild just sleeping in a tree you don't want you to fall out of the tree in your sleep so the body paralyzes you and then it just so happened that sometimes you can wake up in the middle of it because your body wasn't ready like it just hasn't fine-tuned it yet you toss and turn in your sleep though so if you're paralyzed you're not you shouldn't be able to do that either that's what I find weird it's because I'm a I'm notoriously awful to have to share a bed with because I move in like an insane amount of my sleep like I have to make my bed every morning because most of my bed isn't on the bed anymore because I move so much dang bro what's happening down there no but like it's, it's the same with me like I I, I always to- I always like t- toss and turn I'm not sure which one but I always turn so it's like <laughs> you toss and turn that's it yeah so yeah I toss and turn a lot too so I can see but it's like if it was, if you were paralyzed you wouldn't be doing that would you yeah you wouldn't that's what I don't understand I assume like maybe it comes in waves like oh yeah yeah that could be true yeah. like you get paralyzed a lot then a little bit then a lot and a little bit and your your body just when the alarm starts going off your body starts taking away the chemical like that's you know it's like insu- just assumptions based off personal experience yeah because I yeah I, I have no problem with alarms I've never had sleep paralysis with my alarm going off yeah see I've only ever had sleep paralysis like in the dead middle of night yeah it's super super strange and we're not even talking about REM sleep and all this there's so many things about sleeping that's so that's it's 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 strange and no one knows the answer to people have people have guesses and theories but it's like I can't is there ever a time where we'll be like for sure like oh this is why this happens and this is how you prevent that or here's how you induce that I honestly don't know like I honestly it wouldn't surprise me if it's like oh humanity just never figures it out like I like to believe that humanity will figure out everything eventually but maybe like, mm. this, you know things are too messy yeah some things are maybe too complicated I guess yeah you, can, you know I, I, there has to be an upper limit to human knowledge right there has to be the yeah. brain can only do so much so your brain can only make so many neurons before it eventually it caps out well but then you're going to be specializing in something but you're, you're, you're saying even in that there's going to be some kind of limit I guess that makes sense. I was thinking a limit in the sense that there's just no matter what, no matter what we do, no matter what we think of, it's impossible to figure out any any lower or higher. Like for instance, you know how they say like, uh, light speed is like the the fastest speed or something. Maybe yeah, that's you can't go you can't go faster than the the speed of light in a vacuum. Yeah. Potentially, and so not potentially. You well, can. well, I don't know. There was okay, there was according some... to according to current physical theories, you cannot go faster than the speed of light in a vacuum. Yes. Okay, but there was there. The thing is, there are um, like you can go the speed of light, for okay. I'm thinking theory. You can go this if you go the speed of light, for a whole human lifespan, you still won't reach like the farthest corners of the universe. That's true. Yeah, and so is is just is just it's possible that you like human humans will never see some of these things. Uh, it's just impossible. Because it's because just our lifespans they're just too small. Yeah, you can have many generations, but come on, bro. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you you yourself aren't gonna be able to see these kind of things, and so these things are locked from us, just because of the the distance and because of our 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 lifespan. What about the things that's far away? Now, what about things that are super close to us? Like we've already seen like quarks and gluons and and Higgs bosons and electrons and protons. And so these things are a little bit higher up, but is there a point where it's just impossible? Like I know I don't even mean like. Like we know there's things down there, or we potentially know, but it's impossible for us to check that there's things even smaller. Maybe. Like, can someone prove? I don't know. This is the thing. It's it's like it's like if such a point arises, then it's literally impossible to figure out like the the crux of the universe, right? I guess this kind of goes. It kind of ties in ties in because of quantum mechanics. Like we can know things, but doesn't doesn't mean we can act upon them either. Yeah. Like with quantum true. mechanics, I, you know, I can tell you, okay, if you shoot a proton into this into this black box. It'll make it'll hit one of these lines, 
I can't tell you which line. I'm going to tell you that it's, here's, it's 50% chance on this one, 25 on these two on the side, 12.5% on these ones. But that's the best I can do. I can't tell you, oh, for now. this one or that one. For na- you yeah, never know. For now. You never know. Maybe later on they'll figure out there is actually some formula that, f- that tells you. Didn't they, didn't they prove that you, didn't they mathematically prove that you can't? Dude, they math, they prove things and then a hundred years later, someone proves something else. So again, maybe, maybe. Um, I don't uh, know. Right, right. We're like, oh, but we, we, we didn't consider this other subatomic particle that we didn't discover yet. Yeah. But now that we discovered it, it explains everything. Yeah. But you made a, you made a really good point. Like the, if, if you can't, if you can't check anymore, you can't go lower, you can't go higher, you're kind of stuck. What are you going to do then? There goes our, there goes our beautiful knowledge. It's just, it's just, it's just kind of scary to think about. So, Amuldeep, um, what is this thing called lo-fi? <laughs> what is this thing called lo-fi? You know what lo-fi is? Come on, dude. Don't joke. Yeah, yeah Amuldeep, what is, what is lo-fi? Alright, for, for those who don't know, lo-fi is just this thing that shows up on YouTube feed all the time. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. It's like, from what I understand, it's like, it stands for low fidelity, but it's people just like having th- those artifacts of lower quality. I don't want to say lower quality because I feel like that sounds too negative, but lower resolution music. Savage. Yeah, true. It, true. Like, it, what else would you call it, right? Like it's it's lower resolution, but it doesn't mean low quality. Low quality feels like it's too harsh. Some people might claim that the lower. Okay, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, basically, basically. And so I guess I guess the question is, do you, do you listen to lo-fi? I have to be like in the really specific mood for it. But yeah, I do listen to it from time to time. Oh, okay. Wait, this is interesting. So wait, when do you listen? What's what's the mood that you're like? Oh yeah, I I, I want to listen to it now. It was I listened to it way more back when I was in school, when I was in classes. It was like it was it's great. I find it to be great reading music. Like reading textbooks. Yeah, like reading textbooks, reading homework, etc. If oh, I have to read okay. like a large body of text, it's great. Or even like if I have to think about something, but I have a very short attention span. And so I need something to occupy my mind even when I'm thinking about something. So I feel like lo-fi like really kind of scratched that itch for me. Where it occupies my brain enough, to, but not enough to distract me. Okay, interesting, interesting. Because, you know, to be honest, I've never listened to lo-fi. <laughs> oh, really? Do, do you not get like the thousand recommendations on your homepage like I do? Uh, no, I don't. No, I don't. Because I never listen to it. I only get that one image, which everyone has seen. You know, that, that one uh person with the headphone and they're, they're drawing. It's like lo-fi, lo-fi beats to children like that yeah, yeah exactly that's the one that i see but i'd never i've never i've never actually listened to it <laughs> i mean that's a mistake i clicked on it and I, now it's done it's over my soul has been sold yeah i mean it's super popular so i can see it but um i don't listen to it personally when i do my homework or when i read text i don't usually like listening to music i mean if it if it doesn't have lyrics then it's i'm okay with it but usually uh i like to li- i like to just read stuff and st- without music at all and no sounds, just read. So it's like, like in a quiet room, no distractions, nothing. Uh, actually, I don't, I don't really mind if people are there talking. I don't mind that. Actually, I kind of like oh, that. So you can have background talking. That's fine. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. That's interesting. I'm like the opposite. Where it's like, I can't have people talk. I can't have people talk, but I can have music. These the lo-fi I listen to doesn't typically have very few lines. It only has like a line here or there, so it kind of gets past it. But I couldn't listen to like. A song with actual lyrics nonstop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The lyrics, I think we're not talking about. But, like, if you're at Starbucks or if you're in a library that people are talking, I have no problems with, like, with reading and, and these kind of things. And in fact, I actually, actually like that kind of environment a little bit better than by just completely quiet. No, it's the opposite. Like, I want it to be quiet around me. I want to be in a quiet environment, but then listen to 
lo-fi or something equivalent. Okay, okay. So you, you want to be in a quiet environment, but then also listen. Let it throw this background noise, but you listen to lo-fi, so you can't even hear it, right? If I can't hear it, then it's fine. Like, it doesn't exist as far as I'm concerned. All right. Like, I'm not, like, I don't want, I'm not talking about, like, visual stimuli. The visual thing I don't care about. Like, if I can see a person talking over there, that doesn't matter to me. As long as I can't hear that person. Okay, okay. That makes sense, I guess. And what if, what about, like, you're just, um, if you're not listening to, if you're not listening to any music, can you, can you even read if you're not, if you're not listening to music? I find it very hard. Yeah. Like, especially if, like, I'm in a crowded environment, no. It, it goes back to, like, I have a hard time just reading in general. Like, it's just, it reading doesn't occupy my brain. You just can't do it. I'll read and I'll just catch myself constantly drifting away from the reading. Like, my brain will go elsewhere. I'll be like two pages into a reading, be like I didn't absorb anything I read. I read it, but I didn't absorb anything I read. Like, are you talking about textbook reading or like fiction, fictional reading as well? Uh, I I don't read fiction, so that's, I guess yeah. So that's your problem, dude. That's your problem right there. Maybe maybe if I maybe if I read more fiction, I'd be better at reading, and therefore, I wouldn't have such a hard time with nonfiction. But because I don't read often, like. Reading just isn't that engaging to me. You never read when you were a kid, like in the library. I read as a kid. As a kid, I read, I read, I read a lot as a kid. And so you still find it very hard to read as an adult. Yeah, I, I just, I, I, it's just not engaging to me to read. You're literally reading. That's that's, that's the engagement. You're reading. There's nothing there for me. You know, it's, it's just. You're reading. You're imagining. Well, I, I can, I can imagine things, but then like, like I said, my brain just wanders. This happens with like a lot of things in general. Like, my, my brain just wanders a lot. Like, what can I say, Hamza? I don't know. No, I'm not saying that that's anything crazy, but everyone everyone's brain wanders once in a while. But I guess you're 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 seeming like it's a little it's so it's so extreme that you can't even read a book. It's not that I can't read a book. It's just that I'm very slow. There's nothing wrong with reading slow. <laughs> well, I find it very annoying when like I'm like I have to read a page multiple times sometimes just to absorb the page. It it, it typically happens in bursts. Like I'll read like I can read like a a couple pages no problem, and then at one point like, for it only happens like one page. I'll have to read like three times for me to actually get the page. And then I'm good again. And then one page takes me multiple reads to get to. Alright, hang on a second. I just realized you read manga. Okay, I do read a lot of manga, yes. I think I think this is a checkmate right here because <laughs> there's a lot of fiction in manga and you read the manga. Yeah, there okay, I guess and do you have any wandering problems with that though? No. No, I don't. No, right? So I guess it must be maybe you just like the pictures as well. You need the pictures and the I guess word. I do. I, I actually never, I never actually put that together. Like in my head, manga and like reading, reading are two separate categories in my head. I never c- connected the dots there. You're right. I have, n- I have literally no problem reading manga. I have none of the wandering issues with manga that I, that I do with just text on a page. Yo, we figured it out, dude. We cracked the case. I, I you know what? Um, I actually have this book because I, I read, I read Harry Potter a few times when I was a kid, right? And every couple of years, I pick it up, I pick up the series and read it. You know, just, just for the lulls. But recently there's been a series that has it's like a picture series do we talk about harry potter a lot in this podcast but there's like, there's like a picture series well you talk, you, you like harry potter a lot so that makes sense well i don't like it that much but uh, I, just, I just i have a lot of harry potter stuff around me but anyways the thing is there's a picture book of harry potter a picture book in the sense that there's a lot of pictures in there and i'm just wondering if that would be if that would help you like you'd be you'd, you'd less wander if you're like oh yeah there's pictures here well now i feel like yeah it would now that we've kind of like cracked this code like yeah i feel like that probably would although i have i did read the harry potter books as a kid like i read all of them and it was just but it's still with the wandering issue right yeah still with the wandering issue yeah okay have you read any what's, what's the most recent fictional book that you've read i just wonder just wondering oh fictional like can you even remember oh uh it was the this is back in this is back in high school that's how long it's been it wow. was uh wow it's so long because i know your exact age I, I, no, I'm i also, uh, I guess that's true. 
Although, wait, wait, we said, we said we graduated, so maybe maybe we do know your age. Yeah, go ahead. You can you can guesstimate. I mentioned I was in my twenties earlier in the early in this episode. Yeah. So it's been a while. Yeah. Okay. And it, I'm not counting books that I was forced to read. By the way, like I'm not gonna count like like you know the Great Gatsby or something like you know of Mice and Men. Yeah. Forget oh, yeah. Those, bro. But like I chose to read it was the I Hunt Killers series. Okay, I haven't heard of those. But... Yeah, this is like this is the book series I found like in the library for some reason caught my eye. It was just like a series of books about a kid who grew up with a serial killer father who like he's Wait. Like, he was like yeah I did read that you did I, I might recommend it to you you might have seen me read it and read it yourself yeah I'm pretty sure I read that that sounds super familiar yeah it's also I feel like it's a common trope honestly like, that ah, their father common. is a serial killer <laughs> well like common. that the fa- like <laughs> the the main character is a son of a criminal and who's who's good at criminal things but isn't a bad person by nature oh okay fine sure. And so, yeah, it was like father was a killer. He got captured relatively early into his life. Like, he was like, I want to say in the story. It's been a while now. I think I said it's been a while. No, well, you, don't have to, this... you, don't, you don't have to explain the story. Uh, oh, I was okay. I was just wondering, like, what what that, what, like, when the time was. But also, did you read the whole series? Or did you just read that, the first? Book? I read the whole, it was um, three books. Three, all three. Three books. And yet, on Wikipedia, I'm getting four books here. <laughs> Are you? Did I miss a book? Uh well this one was 2018 so maybe that's why. Oh man I don't I want to go back then. I might actually this might be the first time I read a book in a long time. Although is this part of the series? I think it well I don't know how how good is how good is Google? It's this three book series here <laughs> and then and then I see four books here so. All right all right thank you. What was the third book called? I, I remember the first two. The first one was I Hunt Killers. It says Blood of My Blood. Yes it was Blood of My Blood. Yeah it was I Hunt Killers, then Game. Then Blood on My Blood. I remember the first two names. I can't remember the last one's name. Yeah. Okay, you know what? I'm going to take it back. I'm not really sure if this is actually part of the series. Because I don't see it here. Anyways, it doesn't really matter too much. But basically, that's a series. So you read that a long time ago. So it's been over four years. Over four years since you read a fictional book. Yep. I read nonfiction recently. And like, it depends on how you define fiction. Like, I feel like when you said fiction, did you mean like more recreational, non-educational? Or did you mean like specifically fictional? I mean fictional. So like... I I remember we talked about that book. We uh we have no idea, which is like a, it's a super it's a it's a casual read, but it's about physics. Okay, but is it fiction? It's not fiction though, right? No, it's not fiction. Yeah, so that's that that would, that would be okay. considered fiction. I was gonna say like that maybe you maybe when you meant fiction, you meant pure recreational. Okay. Yeah. No. So no. like not, I'm not I'm not reading textbooks, you know. Yeah. Okay. I see you. I see you. And like, I'm not saying like reading fictional is better than reading non-fictional, but it's just it's interesting because. Um, non-fictional, I'd, I'd consider like you're learning something, or you're interested in something. So you're, I mean, so th- these things are these things are fine. But fiction is something you're reading because of pure entertainment, for the most part. It's not like you're you're not here to actually oh I might learn something. No, no, no. You're just here because you want to read. And I'm get... not. I'm not analyzing the text in fiction. No, I'm not. Yeah. Yeah, but you read a lot of manga, so you pretty much get a pass for me anyway. But um, I was I brought this up because actually the the fiction book that I read recently was literally yesterday, and. Um, recently me and my sisters have been reading the Artemis Fowl series. So, again, so I've been reading that. Is it because of, the, because of the movie? Yeah, it's because of the movie as well. The movie was bad. Don't watch it, guys. But... You're so quick to call movies bad, dude. Okay. I can't remember stuff to call a movie bad that easily. That's because when I watched the movie, was it, good? And it was bad. It was, I, can't, I, I can't tell you anything. It was bad. It was straight up bad. You know, sometimes you would think like, oh, the movie was good. It was alright. The ending wasn't like... This movie was just bad. There's only one good thing about the movie that I remember distinctly. Which is one of the characters, one of the actors' voices, that I like. 
voices. It has nothing to Just do with the voice? plot. Yeah, nothing to do with the actual. It was a bad movie. But anyways, the point I was trying to bring up is I also read. I also read this one book that I read back in elementary school. I remember vividly. Oh yeah, I remember reading this book. It's called. I'm just gonna say it, it's called Stanford. Wong flunks big time. The guy's name is literally Stanford. But anyways, it's a book series, and I read this book back when I was a little child, and I was like, oh, this book is so good and whatnot. And just recently, I remembered. That, oh yeah, this book is a thing. And I was like, oh yeah, I remember those good memories. Yeah, I want to read it. So I got the book and I was reading it. And when I finished, I was like, whoa, that is even better than I remember. <laughs> oh, that's good. I, I thought you I was going to go 180 there. Okay. It's, cr- it's, it's so crazy because I did not expect it to be as good as it was. And I was like, this book is better than Twilight, dude. I mean, it's like, you know, better left than the Twilight kind of joke. I'm not even joking, though. Because if, if you read Twilight, it's so cringy. Like oh, yeah, I'm, you've read the you've read the entire Twilight series, haven't you? Yeah, yeah I've read Twilight a few times, but it's it's so cringy. A few times, like you've read multiple times. Yeah, I've read it. I've read it multiple times. You know, once uh, in a while. I'll take I'll take a word on it then. I, at first, I thought you just kind of like you were on the bandwagon of just hate on Twilight, but like if you've read it multiple times, I feel like you have no, you have, you have authority to give your opinion on it. I dude, the thing is, I I I can I complain about the romance aspect, but I like the world building of Twilight. Like, I like the idea of a Volturi, I like the idea of the vampires and the werewolf thing and all this lore. I like it a lot. I don't like the romance that much. The books did a much better job than the, than the movie, I'll say that. But still, it's super cringy. And I, I like I like my romance stories to be more organic. You know, like, natural. In Twilight, it was kind of like a mesh, like, oh, what, he's so weird. And how is he doing this thing? I gotta research on him. And Edward's like, you're my cocaine. And then Bella's like, oh, wait, what? And then they just got together because of that. It's like it was to me. It was like a little uh, abrupt, sort of, you know. Uh, but but inside 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 um, see Stanford Wong. It's not even about that. That's kind of like a subplot. But it's it's still really well made. And I remember like um, there's a specific scene in the in the book which was like so they're 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 elementary school kids, right? And uh, this is very it's a very small it's, a, it's for kids, right? And so they're at a carnival, and he's really good at basketball, so he's like shooting these shots in a carnival game, and his and his uh. She's not really his girlfriend, but his friend that's almost his girlfriend is with him. and Or his crush. I don't know what to call her. And she likes him, but does she, you know, kind of deal. And and he's like, he, he makes a bunch of shots and he wins like a prize. And he's like, oh, do you want this? Or he's like, yeah, you, do you want this? And she's like, uh, I want it if you if you want to give it to me. And he's like, well, if you want it, then I'll give it to you if you want to me to have it. Like, it's like, and, then, and then they have another friend. She's, and she's like, bro, just, he just, she just takes it. He's like, just give it to her. <laughs> it's kind of like those memes where like, oh, uh, do you want to do this? Or like, I, I wouldn't want to do this with you. Unless, like, <laughs> because that seems to me like a little bit more, you know, natural in the sense that, you know, you know, that's how people kind of act, you know. You can kind of relate to that. Where, like, you, you, you ask someone, do you want it? They're like, only if you want to give. But, like, I only want to give if you want it. It's like, I, I can relate to that really easily. Yeah, no one is, like, going, like, uh, I think I think more often, like, people aren't saying, like, oh, I like you. Then do you like, like, they, they, they have some idea that, oh, this person might like me or something. Then they should, like, confess kind of deal. Or they're still very hesitant. So they say, oh, uh, uh, you know, like, I wouldn't want to do this with you unless, like, you want to do it with me. Like, you know, kind of the kind of deal, right? So that, to me, it, I like those kind of stories. They're very, like, childlike, but I still like them a little bit more. In Twilight, again, it wasn't like that, so. Uh. So, like, you don't like grand rom- romantic gestures? Like, in stories, you feel like they're a bit too overplayed? You like the more casual kind of down-to-earth kind of things? What do you mean by, can you give me an example of a grand romantic gesture? Like this big huzzah where the guy confesses his love to the girl or the girl confesses the love to the guy or whatever, right? And it's like this big dramatic moment, like that's less entertaining than like a casual kind of date. Uh, I guess it's kind of apples to oranges. 
Yeah, I was like, I don't know where I said that, but uh, you know what? That's I like the only the only difference I'm saying here is I like I like I like big gestures too. I don't think that, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But the thing the only thing I'm getting at here is, you know, you're uncertain if the other person likes you back. You don't know that, and so the way you act around them is differently. It's a crush, right? You don't want to get rejected, but if you're friends, you don't. You know that kind of deal, right? But in in a lot of romance stuff, it's like, for some reason, they're super like, they're very confident. You know, even though the story plays off them not being confident, but they're very confident. Like they just like, yeah, I gotta pursue this person, gotta gotta do this, gotta do that. They just know, for some reason. So, that's the only thing I'm trying to talk about. Like, this little confidence, uh, or maybe maybe just because they're kids and so they have less confidence. I don't know. Maybe maybe as you grow older, you get more confident. Or you're just like, I don't give a flip anymore. <laughs> like shoot my shot. You know, can I do like just shoot your shot? But uh, I don't know. Something to think about. Isn't that what? Isn't that why you liked like the end of your name? Did you say like you like that because? You like the idea of these people, they knew someone was out there, but they couldn't remember anything about them or who they were or anything, but they just knew inside that that person was out there? First of all, it's called Kimi no no wa. No, okay, anyways. Uh, no, okay, you're right. Yeah, you're actually kind of right. The reason why I liked it is because they, like, in their hearts, of course, they didn't remember, well, this is kind of a spoiler, but they didn't remember the, uh, they didn't remember the other person. Like, they forgot the other person. But both of them had a feeling that they, they were longing for someone. Like, they were missing something. And I felt that was super realistic, honestly. I felt like that that made a lot of sense. And so I was like, yeah, I like it. I like the idea. Yeah, I, I I can see why that that seems like a really cool thing. Yeah, it wasn't for me, but you know. Yeah, yeah well, whatever. Yeah, to each their own, I guess. Exactly. I'm more of a. I would have liked it better if they actually remembered everything, as opposed to just the longing was all that's left. But you know, it's, it's fine. It was what it was. Yeah, wait, what do you think about what do you think about like Twilight kind of love stories or is there any love story that you're like, oh, this is this is done well? I'm trying to think of one. I can't, I can't think of one like off the top of my head. But I I usually do prefer romance as like a subplot, not as a major plot in movies and TV shows. Did you watch Twilight at all? I watched the first one and I think the second one maybe if I remember correctly. But that's it. I stopped after that. So what did you think about that love story in the movie? Oh no, I did. That was too boring. It was kind of like oh. They just knew they loved each other and they just kind of just pretended like they did the entire time. And a conflict came up and they screamed and yelled and then they were over. Yeah, and Twilight was very, like you were saying, it was very strange because it was all, like, Edward, like, in his point of view, he clearly, he clearly, like, he was intoxicated by her, right? That's the, that's the actual word, like, he was intoxicated. And so he really liked her. But Bella, it was weird because she was looked at and she, she knew that that guy was good looking. But does that mean she liked him, right? And it was never, like, shown that, yeah, for sure, in the movies at least. But it was so cringy because just the way they acted and the way they reacted. I just, you can't watch it without, I mean, I can't, I can't watch it without cringing. Just a little bit. But reading it is different because reading it there's a little bit more flesh, fleshed out. I guess when it comes to romance movies, I just prefer more down-to-earth characters. Like Edward and Belle, Belle was it Bella, Bella, what's her name? Yeah, Bella. Bella. They were just like kind of generic or bland as characters. So I didn't care about the romance at all. Basically, I have to care about the two people. Yeah, what should they have done to make you care about them then? I have no idea. Because I never the source material. Like, it could be like the source material was just not good enough for a movie. Like, the. They had. Because, you know, some things work better in certain mediums. So maybe what worked in the book, they tried to adapt to a movie, but just didn't work out. But I've never read the book, so I can't say. Well, the thing is, I, I never felt like they were bland characters. But I did feel like really? they're. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't I like, it's kind of like they just did things. Like. Maybe just. I mean, I, I, mean, I just missed it. But I feel like. There was there was no drive. Like, they never explained why they cared so much, other than oh, they're in love. Yeah, I think the, another interesting thing is Bella was interested by him because like he was avoid he was like avoiding her. 
just like what what did i do here like why, why is he avoiding me but and that kind of like that's that's pretty interesting but uh, um the thing is i think maybe i'm just realizing from the books because in the books it's uh, there's they show a lot of bella's thoughts like you know like why is he doing this or why is he doing that right a lot most of the stories told through her perspective or sort of like that and you know a side note the per- i forgot the author of twilight but is it stephanie meyer just gotta it's stephanie meyer the author of twilight stephanie meyer she actually made a new book recently which is about it's called midnight sun of course and it's a, it's a, it's edward's perspective of the whole twilight thing oh so it's not like a a lion king one and a half kind of situation i never watched lion king one and a half uh, lion king one and a half was just the first movie but from the perspective of timon and Pumbaa. Wow, okay, I didn't know that was a good... Wait, do you watch it? I have memories of it. I don't know. I watched it really young. I don't remember if I liked it or not. Okay, okay. So the thing is, Midnight Suns, as soon as I heard that, we immediately bought it, of course. And we're like... Because I told you the books I liked, but like, not the romance part. And I was like, okay, let me let me see what's it about. But so far, my one of my sisters read it, and she's like, she just got so bored of it. She couldn't finish it. So I don't know what's going on here, but, you know, there's something, something to be said. I'm also wondering, like, is it because the actors... What that made the movie feel a little weird, or is it because of the story? Like I don't know. I don't know who to blame here. <laughs> who do I have to harass on Twitter? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, but the romance and we should talk. We should talk about this in a, maybe a different podcast, like more in more at length. Like what do we care about in romance, and why do these things feel better for us? And us as guys probably have different feelings than girls watching romance, right? So totally, potentially. I don't know if I say that people will be like, "How dare you." <laughs> I can say that I have a different perspective because I'm me and no one else is me. What are you going to do with that? Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. We can say it for us, but maybe not for generally guys or girls. Right? Yeah, no. I, when, I, when I speak, I speak for myself and only myself. If I sound otherwise, you're mistaken. You're mistaken? Dang, that's a little savage. <laughs> uh, I don't know, dude. I don't know. Because the thing is, you know, also because we are guys, so we we can sort of speak for, a, for guys, right? I mean, I don't know if I could. I honestly don't know if I could. Because mm. I feel like people are just too people are just too different. You're saying even from one guy to another guy, they're too different. Yeah, just too too. Human beings are just so wildly diverse. I like, I don't think you you have to have way more than just your gender matching to be able to speak for even a couple people. Like I could talk maybe for like, no, nah, I nah, I don't think I could talk for anybody honestly except for myself. Well, it's like your social group. Like, can you talk for your family? Can you talk for your uh, your city? Can you talk for your country? And or can you talk for your ethnicity? Can you talk for your uh, people that have the same skin color. I think I already talked about that. The, race. You know, race. Yeah, religion. Can race? religion. Can you talk for those types of people because you're part of that group? Yeah. I just don't think I could because like all those things are so diverse. Even like even amongst my family, like we, we kind of, we kind of vary wildly from member to member. So at the end of the day, I only feel comfortable talking for myself because I know myself enough to be able to do that. So you're not comfortable talking with other ones because you don't know them enough then. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Like, I could be like, oh, I, I have a feeling so-and-so won't like that. Or they wouldn't be on board with that. Like, I could say those kind of things, like, for general things. But, like, to be able to say, like, oh, I, I can speak on behalf of an entire group of people, no way. Hmm. Okay, I'm, I'm going to disagree with you there. But this is discussion for a little for a later time. I think for everything that makes sense, but for some things, I feel like I have enough knowledge that I can say, yeah, I speak for I, I can I can speak for these people. But uh, we're going to discuss that later. We're going to leave on a cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next week to find out. Will this be revealed next time on Dragon Ball Z? It won't, because we'll forget. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> well, that ends another episode of the Time Sync Podcast. Hope you enjoyed. 
This is Amaldeep signing out. This is the other... I mean, uh, this is Hamza signing out. <laughs> See ya. Bye.